you to get behind the Unite 714. I sent you out some stuff during the week on it um, and the other day I sent you a PDF with a prayer for this week. What we're hoping every single one of us will do is join in at 7.14am and 7.14pm and that we will pray this prayer together and that we will ask and seek the God of Heaven to come to heal our land, to set our people free, to, to take away the fear, to take away the virus but also that in the midst of all of this that's going on, that we would see a multitude of souls swept into the kingdom of heaven, that we would see God move in such a way that people are saved, that people are set free, and that people get to live for eternity with him through the blood of Jesus. So I want to encourage you as much as I possibly can, please get behind this, get connected, go online, unite714.com. Register as an individual. We have registered as a church. And let's get together and let's see God move in miraculous ways in the middle of this pandemic. I see so clearly. Grace like a rain falls down. Really delighted to get this couple of minutes just to share with you. Um, it's a beautiful afternoon. The sun is shining. We should have just had communion together. And I'm hoping that you are watching this message at home and that you are going to be blessed. It's going to be short. It's going to be um, quick. It's not, I want to tell you, I, I recorded a message the other day um, for today. And I really thought that it was it was what God wanted to say. And um, and it is. But I believe I'm going to do it as a Bible study. Um and we're going to look at the whole idea of generosity over the next number of weeks as a Bible study if you're interested in joining numerous. And I'll give you some details about that later on. But this morning and last night and this morning, I really felt God saying something else to me that he wanted to say to you today. And and it's it's to encourage you and it's it's exciting. And I think in the midst of all that's going on, I mean, the world's just getting crazier by the day. The government locked us down last night. So today is... um. Day one of being restricted that you can't have more than two people together um, unless you're of the same family and we're not supposed to go past two kilometers outside our house. And there's all of this kind of stuff going on. And, and I think what God wants to make sure doesn't happen to us as his people is that our heads don't get locked into that lockdown stuff and our hearts don't get locked into that lockdown stuff. That he wants us to stay generous. He wants us to stay people who are reaching out, who are looking for others who are trying to help, who are trying to do something different. And and everything in the world right now is going to tell us, close down, clamp up, don't be putting yourself out there, mind yourself, take it easy. Um, there's people in, in, in that risk place, they shouldn't be, um, they shouldn't be doing anything, they shouldn't be stepping out of themselves. But you know what, you, you don't have to put yourself in danger to be generous. You don't have to 
to do stuff that's gonna that's gonna make you sick to be generous. And I want to say something about it, you know we can still reach out to people in the midst of this lockdown. We can still reach out to people. We can still do stuff for our neighbours. We can still do stuff for our family. We can still be the hands and feet of Jesus in our neighbourhood at this time. And we can pray for people. We can give to people. We can, we can serve people. In one way or another, as a community, we can serve. The Hope Centre and the Hope Family can still be a light in this place. I went I went by the Ashleaf this morning and there was people queuing all around the outside of it onto Cromwellsfort Road trying to get into Duns to get some food. And I was thinking, where, where are they queuing to get some hope? Because everything I see on the news and everything I see on the on the social media is just draining the hope away and taking it off of us. And I want to go, God has a hope for us and he has a hope for us in you and he has a hope for us in me and he's put it into us and he's put it into us so that we can spread it, so people can have it, so we can give other people hope. We can pray with people, we can do so. And listen, all of this is going to take a bit of guts because it's going to ask us to do things and say things and be in places that maybe you would never have been in before. We're doing stuff online now. We've never done stuff online before. We're trying to Zoom thing out. We've never done that before. I've never recorded messages like this before. This is all new. God's asking us to step into new places. I have prayed with more people this week than I think I have in the last number of months. He's asked us to step into these places. To just, when people are telling you about stuff, go, I'll pray for that. But not only I'll pray for that, but will I pray with you now? Not only I'll, oh, I'll put that on my prayer list or and, and a good answer in Ireland, oh yeah, I'll say a prayer for you, I'll light a candle for you, whatever. But we have an opportunity now to actually go to people. I'll pray with you now. Let's pray now. Three times this week we saw God answer prayer. Really, really answer prayer. We saw one girl, I swear to God, who a phone message and two hours later another phone message and it was like two different people. We heard God and saw God walk a miracle really, really quickly. So he's in the space with us to see him do something amazing. But to get there, I think you're going to need a bit of courage and so am I. And uh, I'm a bit squinty in here, the sun is shining, so, so forgive me if I'm if I'm squinting as I'm talking to you. But I want to read something to you from the scriptures. It's from the book of Joshua. And it's the very first chapter. And the first verse says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, who used to be Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So this starts off with a debt, okay? So Moses is dead. And Joshua, who used to be his number two, is now having to step into being his number one. <clears throat> now here's the thing there's lots of I've experienced something has died on us you may not have had somebody in your family die or you may you may have had a dream die this week I had a dream die this week and that we were supposed to go to Belarus and this week I had to make a call and say it's not happening 41 people are not travelling now due to the coronavirus um, I know people who have had weddings cancelled we were to go to one next week it's been cancelled I know other people who have had holidays cancelled there's many different things and I know some people who have had family members die. And and death is real. 
It can be a, a person. It can be a dream. It can be an ambition. It can be a, a, an event that was going to happen. And we're sitting in that place of a death. But God is calling us past that death into a new place. He's calling each and every one of us to step into a new place. And he's saying everywhere we set our foot, he'll give us. So he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. Just because those things haven't worked out doesn't mean God's not in this. Do you know what? We're, we're, I'm interested in watching the government and all of us and, and some of the work I do is for the HSE and everybody is reacting, reacting, reacting. Oh, this is happening. We don't know what we're going to do next. As soon as that happens, we'll know what to do. And they're doing an amazing job. And, and I really do think, in all fairness, everybody who's trying to handle this are doing an amazing go- job. But I think God knows. He's not surprised. He's not bouncing around. He's not waiting on something to happen. He has a plan. Our role is to try and find out what that plan is. What's our part in that plan? And how can we be his hands and feet in the middle of all of this stuff? But here's the bit where it gets really interesting, I think. God then turns around and says to Joshua, Be strong and courageous. Because you're going to lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Here's the bit I think where that fits for you and me. Jesus came so that we can have life and that we can have eternal life and we can have abundant life. And I think that is our promised land. And I think God wants us to be strong and courageous to lead others into that promised land. He wants me to be strong and courageous to lead my family into that promised land. To lead my neighbours into that promised land. To lead my friends into that promised land. He wanted Joshua to lead the Israelites into the promised land, which was Israel. But he wants us to lead our people into the promised land, which is eternity in heaven with him. And Jesus has bought the price. He's paid the price. He's bought the ticket. All we need to do is give them out to people. But he goes on, he says, be strong and very courageous. (coughs) Be careful to obey all the long servant Moses gave you. Don't turn from the right to the left so that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from you. Meditate on it day and night. Written What's written in it. Make sure that you do everything that's written in it. Then you will be prosperous and be successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Three times in three verses, God says the same thing to Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Now I want to say, if I read the book of Joshua, and I have, and I see Joshua in Exodus, Joshua looks like he was a guy who wasn't afraid of him. He looks like he was up for anything. But why would God say this to him if he wasn't scared? Why would God tell him to be strong and courageous if he wasn't feeling weak and scared? And he's not giving out to him. There's no hint here that this is a rebuke or a giving out. This is an encouragement. This is like, come on, I have you. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to let you down. I'm not going to wipe my hands of you. I won't forsake you. I am with you. You just need to be strong and trust me and be brave. And as you step into these things, I will be with you. And he finishes it with saying, don't be terrified and don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So here's the bit. Wherever you go, whatever you do, whoever you speak to, Whatever you are going to step into, I believe God wants you to know he is with you. If you're going to speak to a neighbor about him, if you're going to pray for a family member, if you're going to be brave enough to say to somebody, Jesus is the way. If you're going to spend money blessing people and you're scared to spend money because you haven't got as much money coming in as you used to have. 
if you're going to share your food, if you're going to put yourself out by going to a chemist and getting someone's medicine and leaving it at their door for them, if you're going to cook a meal and give it into a neighbour or something like that, God is saying, wherever you step your foot, whether it's um, a virtual foot, whether you're going to pray for them, or whether it's a real foot where you're going to step onto the ground of giving them a meal, or whatever it may be, God is saying, he will give you that ground. So if you have people in your life that you've been praying for before, I believe now we are in the greatest opportunity we have had on this planet in my lifetime. There are many of us at risk. But my trust is in God. And I want to encourage you to put your trust in God. He's going to hold you. He's going to strengthen you. And he's going to give you courage. All you need to do is step into it. Let the generosity that is in your heart, let it flow. Because it's in there. You have already demonstrated. I've seen so many of you be so generous on so many occasions. But there is so much more that we can be, so much more that we can do, and so much more that we can give. And I just want to really try and encourage you today. Let this be our finest hour. Let this be the time when we become known as the servants of God, as we serve the people all around us, as we step into those places where we've probably never had a chance to step before. People are more open right now than ever to be prayed with, to be prayed for, to be introduced to the God of heaven and to his son Jesus who came, excuse me, and made a way for each and every one of us to spend eternity with him in our promised land. So today I pray that you would be strong and you would be courageous. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for for your people. I thank you for your hand on their lives. I thank you that you love them, that you have a plan for them, that you have a plan for each and every one of us, that we are your masterpiece created in your image to do good works which you planned in advance before one of our days came to be. This pandemic is not a surprise to you, Lord. We are here for such a time as this. You planned our days, so when I'm here in this moment, the good works you have for me to do, you already planned. So you've already given me everything I need to do to do them. And you've done the same for every other single member of Hope. So Father, right now I pray you would encourage every person listening to this message. I pray that you would strengthen them, that you would give them whatever resources they need to be all that you want them to be, to do all that you want them to do. And I pray that we would become known more and more as the church of Jesus Christ, as his body on this planet. And the more that this goes on, Lord, the more I pray that everyone would realize that the church was never a building. It was always about your body on this planet. It was always about us. It was always about you moving through us and in us and with us. And I thank you for that privilege, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you are blessed this week. I pray that God surprises you. I know we're on lockdown and you're not supposed to be able to do as much as you can normally do. But I pray even in that that you meet with the God of heaven. I pray that you have some amazing encounters with God. I pray he speaks into your heart. He encourages you. He lets you see miracles as you step out in courage and in faith to try and do things that you've never done before. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and grant you peace. Until the next time.
Like a rain. 